At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. inside the electric factory on a Friday. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes. Those tweets are rolling in. Keep them coming. We will get to all of your predictions and thoughts in our final segment of the show. But now, to really set the stage for Sunday. Listen, we do a lot of things around here well. Oh, we do, right? huh? not, to, not to toot our own horn. Toot, toot. But, I mean, you know, there's a reason why we're on year five of this show. We're out of our rookie contract. Toot, we've, toot. we've been extended. You're right. We, right? Ha- we have been extended. You're, hey, you know what? Look at hey, us. Look at us. Look, look at us. Who thought we'd be here? Look at us. Who thought? Who thought? Not me. It all started in a little conference room. It all started in a little conference room. What about four guys in there say, hey, that's Moats. Hey, that's Wes. Hi, Arthur. My name's Wes. Nice to meet you. You guys will be on in 30 minutes. Good luck. Bro, that picture that you and I took, too, is still hilarious to look back on. My hair is way too long. Like, I normally got the wild, crazy hair, but my hair is way too long. I'm grinning like a five-year-old who, like, just met his hero. Like, I just met Neil Armstrong or something. You're you're, you're newly into doing radio? You've never done radio. All right, get in there and make it work. sitting there grinning like a butcher's dog. All right, you guys want to do a show together? Yeah, let's, all right, bugs, let's do it. All right, so, so, so the way we're going to do it is this. You're on for once a week. One hour. For one hour a week. <laughs> on the last day of the week. <laughs> that lasted for like that lasted for like two shows. Uh, and, they were like, oh, no. and then our fearless Steelers oh, no. leader, Reagan, was yes. like, hey, you guys want to uh, you guys wanna make this a regular thing? Yeah, yeah, try, you want to do two hours? Try, two hours of you? What's up? We're like, all right. Uh, uh, hey, you know what? That's good. All, all good indicators. Yes. Year five here, still at it. The plug yes. has not so, been pulled on us so, yet. So, so we are on our second. So contract we must. Now. We've been extended. You know, yes. we talk a lot, right? The, the the average career in the NFL is mm-hmm. like two, three years. I wonder what it is in radio. Yeah, I think we might call. be. I think we might be. We're defeating. I think we're good. I think because I, mean, I, I know they good. say um, job wise, most people don't stay at the same job for longer than like 
three years. Right. It's it like three, it's four, like, years. Yeah, three yeah. four years. Yeah. We're on so, year five. Hey, hey, so far, so good, man. How about us? Hey. <laughs> I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. The show unless, goes on. Unless they pay us more. Then then, then that's, that's a different, that's, conversation. That's that's different conversation. That's true. But, but until then, because we'll cross that bridge later. The one thing Arthur Motz and I will not do uh, is pretend like we're one of these college football coaches. Oh, no. Nah, we ain't going to do that. Everything's about the money, huh? Uh, Everything's about the money. Hey, now. Until you get offered a huge uh-huh. contract. And, then, and now you want to start having a change of respect. Now you want to see it from the other side. You know, these, uh-uh. these, these coaches who are like, oh, I, guess, mm-hmm. I guess it was just about the money. Yeah. Until they get a huge offer from somewhere as well, oh, well too. you know, that's just business right there, man. You know how it is, man. You got to take care of your families. Okay. So Mozi and I are yeah. in line. I mean, we're we, always open for business. We're just ahead of the curve with it. That's just all. Ahead of the curve. Just ahead of the curve. <laughs> Over our five years, one of the things that we do the best here, it's become a benchmark on the show. It's a simple concept. Arthur Motes, he breaks down the biggest matchups for the breaks Steelers upcoming down. Upcoming down. game, pardon me. Which uh, Whichever team wins more of these matchups is going to have the best chance to win the game. It's, it's what you simple, should be baby. watching it's for. We know football is the ultimate team game, but also the game within the game sometimes is these one-on-one battles. Sometimes two-on-two, three-on-three, coach versus coach. What could it be? It's Arthur Motes' five matchups that we call Five Star Friday. We're humbled and excited to be in these five-star matchups. Five-star matchup. Somebody leaving here with a loss. Not going to be us. Five-star Friday. Matchup number one. Well, you know we're going to start the way I always love to start, and that is what my past Russia, Alex Highsmith. Alex Highsmith. Because my man has been on a tear. Four and a half sacks, obviously coming off one and a half sacks on Thursday night against the Cleveland Browns. And this is a dude, man, that is just continuing to walk into what he is truly capable of. And what I mean by that is he's a double-digit sack guy. We talked about that this offseason. I know I've been one of the guys preaching it as well, man, because he's one of the people that I thought was a clear-cut favorite, but I do see that at times not everybody is the biggest believer in him. But Uh. right now, man, seeing what he's been able to do these first couple of games has truly been impressive. But more importantly, the guy he's going up against, Connor McDermott, the left tackle for the New York Jets, well, he happens to struggle very, very, uh, very, very much against pass rushers. Mightily? Yes, some might say. Um, And honestly, he shouldn't be starting, but because of their injuries that we talked about in the first segment, it's really forced him into the action. And at this stage of his career, he's more so just a good rotational run blocker, not a guy that you went out there playing 60-plus snaps. But at the end of the day, this is a match that Alex Highsmith has to win, has to dominate. Now, I don't anticipate the Jets single-blocking Connor McDermott on Alex Highsmith for four quarters. But there are going to be times where, by design, he has to single block Alex. Mm. And those are the matchups where he has to win. Mm. Alex has to beat the bell or beat the drum with Connor <laughs> McDermott, which he is more than capable of. Connor Certainly. struggles with speed. He struggles with inside moves. He struggles with guys that are able to stutter and, and do different things and making him stop his feet and have to restart them. These are all things that Alex, uh, Alex Heismith has been showing that he's good at, but more importantly, this season, he's been showing that he's really, really good at it and is taking it to the next level. So that's the first matchup, man, and this is one of those ones that I'm extremely excited to watch. Yeah, Alex Highsmith leading the NFL in sacks. <laughs> Opportunity to continue to carve out that name for himself. Yeah, we're going to need big varsity-level performance from 5-6 on Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Five-star Friday. Matchup number two. All right, so the second matchup, man, we got to talk about the Jets' rushing attack versus the Steelers' front seven on defense. Now, this Jets' offense, as we talked about, man, 
they want to stay balanced, and they can run the ball at a good clip. They average 4.4 yards per attempt on the season as a team, and when you look at it individually, Michael Carter averaged 4.4 yards per carry. Brees Hall, 5.3 yards per mm-hmm. carry. Those are significant numbers. That's what you're talking about with your Nick Chubbs, your Kareem Hunts. They're baseline that or higher. They got two guys that do this. Now, the biggest issue with their rushing attack is the attempts. They don't attempt it enough. On a per-game average, they're about 20 attempts less on the year than the uh, the teams that they face, and a lot of that is because they fall behind early in games. And when you talk about us on defense, typically we're good against the run, but we know this last game against Nick Chubb, we struggled. It was not the way that we would have liked it to have yeah, been. Particularly in, in the second half. Absolutely, and part of that did reflect in terms of the score and the you know just the way the game kind of uh unraveled in the second half but this is a matchup where I do feel like the Steels will have the better advantage because of that beat up offensive line for the Jets and this is a a, a matchup where the Steelers have to win this they can't allow Brees Hall and Michael Carter to stay on schedule you can't allow this offense to get into third and manageables or third and shorts we saw that last week against the Cleveland Browns and how difficult it made it to stop that offense well, this Jets is going to try to do similar things, this Jets offense, but like I said, they are not as efficient or as talented as that Browns unit on offense. So this is one of those ones where the Steelers, you got to win this, man. You got to beat them up front. Smash this run. Make them have to play through Zach Wilson because that's going to give us our best chance for victory. Completely agree. You mentioned that name, Brees Hall, there. Cool, that's... I'm just begging. Can, can I? Can I? Send, can he I, nice. Too. Can I talk to the Steelers' defense for just a minute? Him nice. Brees Hall was one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Any college football fan knows this. Oh yeah. Those guys who it felt like they were in school for 37 years. It felt like it. Brees Hall was only at Iowa State for three years. Yeah, I don't believe it. But the I, way I he tortured the, my yeah. Mountaineers in those three years, it was like he was there for 30 years. Yeah, Brees Hall in college is like when I think of like Tua in college. Think about Tua feel like he was at Bama forever. It's like, bro, he's there again and again and again. It's like Najee Harris felt yeah, like he was there absolutely. for a long time. It's certain players, it's like, yo, they just, they're just, they're just know, there forever. They just live forever in college. Hey, you're just, yeah, they're just there forever. Yeah, yeah. Brees Hall was one of those to me. Three straight years felt like thirty straight years. He was just out there gashing my Mountaineer defense, Steelers defense. I don't need PTSD on Sunday afternoon. All please, right, please, please don't. So please, please don't. shut that man's down. Pretty please. Pretty please. With sugar on top. Five Star Friday, matchup number three. Okay, well, now we get to talk about the big boys up front. And I must say, our big boys up front on offense, the Steelers' offensive line, I want to tip my cap to them first off because they have been playing well this season, man. Thought all the criticism that they faced, obviously, based on last year and what they were doing in the preseason, and rightfully so. Oh, you remember after Jacksonville? <laughs> Come on now. You remember the conversations we were having after Jacksonville? Absolutely, man. But, you know, for that unit, they've definitely turned it around. These first three games have been really impressive when you talk about what they've been able to do from a pass protection standpoint. Now, when you're talking about this Jets pass rush, because that is the matchup, right? Well, this pass rush is very similar to that Patriots pass rush. And what do I mean by that is this. They don't have studs that are going to win one-on-ones. This isn't Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard of the Cincinnati Bengals. This isn't Miles Garrett and and Jadavion Clowney of the Cleveland Browns. This is a unit that they don't win one-on-ones in pass rush. They win it through games, twists, stunts, occasional blitzes. But 
it's important for the Steelers offensive line to communicate because personnel-wise, there's not going to be a ton of players out there where we're saying, hey, man, this is a bad matchup for us. But what we could run into is miscommunication up front, and we saw that against the Patriots. Yes, we did. Matthew Judine got his sack off of effort, but the other sack was miscommunication within the interior part of that offensive line. They have to communicate. If they communicate, they are more than capable of providing Mitch Trubisky with plenty of time to attack this secondary. But they have to communicate up front because that's the only way this Jets pass rush can really hurt them and create a situation where the quarterback is feeling a little bit under under duress. And in the midst of everything this quarterback and the office coordinator have been going through and the steps <laughs> they've been taking, we don't need anything else to get in their way. No, we do not. Okay. So, offensive line, now that I'm highlighting you, please don't fail me now. Please don't fail me now. It's time to take some of that that positive that yes. we have certainly seen through the first three weeks and uh, and really have it all come together here. Can we depend upon it? Yes. I'm asking you. I'm, I'm going to take that leap of faith this week. You know, now everybody wants to take that leap. I'm taking that leap. I'm depending on you this week. I have an expectation for you this. I haven't had expectations for you these past three games. I got I have, one now. I have an expectation now. Yep. You, show me, you show me enough. Anyone can do it once. You get lucky once. Cool. Oh, all right, man. You got lucky twice. All right, that's cool, man. Broken, Broken clock, clock is you know right that. twice a day. But at three times now, now that's a habit. Now I know that you're capable of doing this and doing this consistently because you've shown it on three separate occasions. So now I expect it. That's where we're at now. Five Star Friday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Matchup numero cuatro. Oh, let's go, numero cuatro. I like it. Ay, ay, ay. Me gusto, papi chulo. Ay, ay, ay. But anywho, I got to talk about our young receiver by the name of George Pickens, who I okay. think is ready to take did off. He, did he make a catch or something last week that everyone was talking about? I mean, it's a strong possibility I I he might have made this. It was like somewhere. this like one hand. It was kind of high. It was like this one-handed, like, falling out of bounds, like, secure it to the ground type thing. You Kind of looked like OBJ, his rookie something, year something like that. there but, in New York. You know, but I think it was cooler because it was in black and gold. Well, but, sure, you know, I sure. might be a little biased. But I got to talk about the young guy, George Pickens, versus... The young corner, Sauce Gardner. Oh, now he got the sauce. Now, last week, Sauce had opportunity, man, against the Cincinnati Bengals uh, wide receiver group. And I'm not going to lie, he held his own. But at the same time, he also got got a couple times. But he's a young player. And that's what happens typically with young players. But I do love his confidence. I like the way uh, he plays in terms of getting his hands on receivers and just his smarts and ball awareness. Hmm. But at the same time, this is not a guy that you need to fear. This is not a guy that you say, oh, man, we can't throw it at him, man. You got to stay away, stay away, stay away. No, because I've seen a T. Higgins go up top on him, secure the catch, and take a shot at the end of it. I've seen guys be able to get separation on him. To me, I think George Pickens is the prime candidate for this because when I think of Deontay, I say, man, these two guys, in terms of sauce and Deontay, they are very similar in terms of their build, in terms of what they bring to the table. I don't think Deontay has the advantage like he typically would. With Chase, we know he has the size, but you wonder about the speed in terms of really being able to run by him. Pickens is the answer. Pickens is that perfect combination. And Pickens also shown that in 50-50 ball situations, he has the ability to make some spectacular catches based yes, on what we seen in training yes, camp, the preseason, and now uh, going into the regular season from last week. So whenever these guys are matched up, and I don't know how often we're going to get it, but we are going to get it. Mm-hmm. And when we do get those matchups and we know we're sending George Pickens deep, give him an opportunity. Just give him a chance. Give him an opportunity. We saw what it worked out last week. I still feel like I'm greedy. I wanted that second one, two in the end zone. I'm greedy. Mm-hmm. If you're that elite, that would have changed things. Well, yeah, but if you're elite, I need that. So going forward, 
I want him to get more of those opportunities. Prove that you're elite. Don't talk about it. Prove it. But this is the one for me right here, man. George Pickens versus Liz Sauce is Sauce. Two uh two very talented that good on good rookies out there. That good on good we right could there. Be, we could be talking about this matchup for uh for a while going forward. Mm-hmm. Certainly. <clears throat> uh oh, is that time? Five star Friday <sighs> matchup number five. That boy good. That boy good. But the fifth and final matchup, man, that I gotta talk about is the matchup for the turnover battle. Between both of these teams, man, the Steelers and the Jets. Because when you look at both of these teams, man, when they win the turnover battle, they win the game. When they lose the turnover battle or are even in the turnover battle, they typically don't win the game. That's the reality of it. Mm. You talk about us in-house. Sometimes it's that simple. Talk about us in-house. Week one, we get five turnovers. We get out of that stadium. Week two, we lose the turnover battle, right? We don't get out of that stadium. Week three, we were even. I know we had to fumble at the end on the the razzle-dazzle, like, last play of the game. But but it was an even turnover battle, and we lost that game. When you talk about this Jets team. Minus four on the season. The two games they've lost, they lost the turnover battle definitively. Mm -hmm. The game that they won against the Cleveland Browns, Technically, they broke even in the turnover battle, but I say they won it because they also recovered the onside kick at the end of the game to give Joe Flacco that chance for the last drive. You recovering the onside kick is still in possession. Still in possession is exactly what you're doing with a turnover. Sure. So the one game that they actually won, they won the turnover battle, right? Or at least broke even. So with both of these teams, that already is there. But also, when you're just talking about these offenses, neither of these teams are designed to play from behind. Neither one of these teams are designed for shootouts. So that's the critical point in terms of why we have to win this battle right here. Defensively, we're going to be able to create some turnovers. They put the ball on the ground in terms of their running backs. They put the ball on the ground in terms of their receivers. They put the ball on the ground in terms of their quarterback, where they're throwing the ball, interceptions, or getting strip sacks. Either way, they are more prone to put the ball on the ground. They don't value it the same way that Pittsburgh does. And when you look at the Steelers on the season, like you said, we're in the positive turnover margin. They're in the negative turnover margin, meaning that we get more turnovers than we give away. Correct. So for us. Which is where we want to be. Absolutely. So for us, this is one of those ones that, man, we win this turnover matchup. This is huge for us to be successful right there, man. So that's why I had to end it with that one because that's the big daddy right there. Yeah, it's, it's you know, the, the NFL statistic, right, is like the team that wins the turnover margin like 80% of the time wins mm-hmm. the game. And you have outliers because obviously you have your 100%. elite quarterbacks, your elite teams, where it's like they can overcome 100%. that. 100%. We've experienced that in the past with Ben in, in the Killer B era. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could turn the ball over three times and you knew, hey, man, it don't matter. we nice enough that we can match that. Our offense at the current state is not there. We're not uh, oozing Hall of Famers Yes, on the offensive side of the football like we were at times during the Killer B yes. era. And you're right. Yeah, you know, that— that eighty percent number is 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 real, and I think particularly against a team like the Jets, who the Jets got to win in the margins to win yes. games. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm not trying to be a jerk about it or anything. The Steelers are kind of in that position yeah. right now as well, too. You you have to win in the margins. You have to have a net positive in terms of the turnover battle. You have to have net positive in terms of right the field position battle and the mm-hmm. special teams battle. Um, take care of those details. Button those up this week. 
and you combine those things, home field advantage, hopefully some rust for the Jets on the offensive side of the football, and I think you got a good chance to come out with a victory Sunday afternoon at Akershire Stadium. Arthur Motes, one more time for the people at home. Maybe they missed it or they just want to double-check their notes. The five matchups that will determine the outcome of Steelers-Jets. Yes, indeed, man. So those five matches that will determine the outcome down at DeShore on Sunday. DeShore. Alex Highsmith versus the Jets starting left tackle Connor McDermott. Got to win that pass rush whenever it's one-on-one. Makai Beckton ain't walking through that you door. You better believe it. Nor is the Brickshaw Ferguson for the OGs out there. <laughs> oh, good one. Next up, we got the Jets rushing attack versus the Steelers front seven. Got to keep Brees Hall and Michael Carter from being impactful in this game. But we're more than capable of it, and we should be favored in that particular matchup. Next up, Steelers offensive line versus the Jets pass rush. But with the mm. emphasis on their pass rush games they don't win one-on-ones they win by twists games and stunts so tackles and dns wherever they're aligned at just know that they're not going to finish there once the ball is snapped so stay patient trust your fundamentals fourth matchup george pickens versus salsa gardner there we go good on good young going young high pedigree on high pedigree I mean, college playoff versus college playoff. And <laughs> when we keep going, either way, that's I'm excited right. about, about that. that, though, man. That's going to be one of those ones right there. I don't know how often we're going to get it, but we will get it. And that's one of the ones that, man, give George a chance to be a playmaker. In the fifth and final matchup in this five-star Friday matchup is the Steelers versus Jets turnover battle. Whoever mm-hmm. wins the turnover battle, more than likely is going to win this game. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. There it is. From the professor himself, Arthur Motes. A little cheat sheet for you to keep your eyes on Sunday just afternoon. A little, it's, you know what you do there with Five Star Friday? It What's just that? hit me. It's like uh, you know, it's like when you had a test on on Monday. I'm giving you the study guide. And on Friday, the teacher was like, hey, here's the study guide. Oh. Here's 50 questions, you right? 25 say. of these are going to be on the test. You don't say. Pay attention and you'll be just fine. That's like, that's like what you're doing with Five Star Friday. I mean, essentially that is. Those five things are going to be on the quiz. Don't You, you better write those down because they're going to be on the test. All I'm saying is this didn't start when I was retired, you know. As a team, we know our matchups. <laughs> As a team. Coach Thomas, don't ah. that mean today? Oh, 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 we know which ones we got to win. <laughs> I mean, if we wanted to go even further, it's a 4 3 unit out there. Tight mm. ends versus D ends is a premium because you can't run the ball if you can't win that tight end matchup when he has to block that D end versus a 3 4 unit. The bodies of 3 4 outside rushes are very different. And by alignment, you can do certain things to schematically take them out of it. When it's a 4-3 team, that DN is 6-7, about 280 pounds, mm-hmm. is going against your tight end. And if he can't win that, you're not going to be able to run the ball. Nah. But that's another one of them five-star matches that Coach Tom always brings up anytime you get a 4-3 unit out there. Just throwing it out for context. But, yeah, we do this. This, we, this, this is part of my makeup right we here. We do this. Mm-hmm. Hey, Arthur Motes, he ain't new to this. No, 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 He's no. He's true to this. You better believe it. You better believe it. And uh, there you go, your five-star matchups that will determine the outcome of Stellars and J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Sunday, 1 o'clock, down to shore. I like that. Down to shore. Down to shore. Down to shore. That's better than the ACK. 
Yeah, I wasn't feeling the ack. I'm not feeling the ack. Yeah, I'm not All a right. ack. I'm not feeling the ack. And I'm past the point now, too, of being like, it's going to be Hodgesville forever. Yeah, I'm not, I, don't, I don't have that energy. Yeah. Like uh, like Brad Pitt said in Moneyball, adapt or die. Yeah. I mean, you know. It's true. It's. And I don't want to die today. I don't want to die. So I'm going to adapt. I don't want to die anytime soon. Not today. I don't want to die too young. You know. <sighs> Folks, I asked for it before we went to our last break. As always, you've delivered. Oh, they did. Our eight score predictions have gone to like 800 score oh. predictions. Oh. We got those rolling in. I love it. You want to get involved. You got predictions for us. Fridays are the best days to do so here on the show. At Wesley Euler, at the Body 52. Da Body. That is where you can get those tweets in your score prediction. If you want to throw in a, uh, oh, you know, Najee's going to go for 100 yards the first time this season. You know, I mean, some, why wouldn't Something he? like that as why well, too. He? Why wouldn't he? You're, you're, you're welcome to sauce those in there as well, too. Oh, you see what I did there? I like what you did there. Sauce him up. Sauce him up in there. <laughs> Don't mind me. We've got plenty to get to still here on this program before we get out of here uh, after one more segment. In the final segment of the show, we'll go over your predictions. We'll give ours. We'll sing the Here We Go song. All right, if you know anything, I've been up since the wee hours of the morning writing bars. You was in the booth? Cousins. Uh-oh. Bars. We getting, all right? we, we getting lyrical? Oh, we getting... Okay. We getting real lyrical <laughs> up in here. <laughs> here we go. I've been in the booth. Er, 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 I've been in the stew. I've been er, cooking er, er, up. <laughs> On a pencil and leak in the tablet yeah. of my mind. Yeah. Because I don't write. Yeah. Because I ain't got time. Uh-huh. But I do I, I, I do write it down. Because unlike Lil Wayne, I can't just remember everything. Oh, I thought because your second million dollars go to the almighty dollar. You know? I'm the ch 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 That's You know, I, I didn't know where you was at with that thing. So it's all on the table. All right. Last chance. Get those prediction tweets in because we got a jam packed final segment. As always, we'll sing some songs. We'll give some predictions and get to yours. And we're going to pop it like you pop it like over red and baka. Over red and baka. And we're going to catch up. (laughs) We're going to catch up, of course, with our good friend of the show, the real journalist here on the program. All right. Uh, Our buddy Brian Bacco, boots on the ground down there on the south side. He'll give us all the good stuff as well, too, before we get out of here. On a Friday. Yeah, we rapping Euler. like Big J and Tupac. Andre 3000. Who that said they going to beat Lil Wayne? Stop chasing these shiny objects, bro. It's Friday. We got to stay buttoned up here, man. My name ain't Sauce, but I keep that flame. Ooh. Ooh. It's Friday. We, it's Friday. We got to get buttoned up. Come I on, mean, if man. we're going to get buttoned up here on this show, it ain't happening on a Friday. It is definitely not happening on a Friday. There's two times a year when Mosey and I get buttoned up. <laughs> it ain't on Fridays. <laughs> It's during OTAs when we're broadcasting down there in Mr. Rooney's backyard. Especially the first day, because we got our like mm-hmm. our, our nice, like shiny That's first it. day of school clothes That's on. That's it. Collar shirts come Some out. Some of us might wear hats that you the, know the, yeah. offend the. All right, I've said too much already. Oh, hey now. And at, at training camp as well too. You know, oh, yeah, we, yeah, got, yeah. we got guests. We we're got button up on there too. We, so we, we button. button up a little bit, but not on a Friday. Not up in here. Uh-uh. Can't do it. Will Ferrell won't do it. Not up in here. Oh, no, that's is that that's is that's that one of them. It's one of them. Just go with it. You got the mic. It's whoever Not you said it is. It's literally whoever you said is why you're on the microphone, man. It's Wesley Euler. It's Arthur Motes. Everything on the table when we return for a jam-packed final segment. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.